Hello, and welcome to another episode of the DVCC Flat Belly Cure podcast. Uh, As always, you're listening to me, Henry. I am the client assessor in the DVCC in St. Albans. And again, as always, I am going to be interviewing this week Stephen Gray on another uh, interesting topic related to uh, the eternal struggle that is the flat belly cure. Um, On last week's uh, episode, we talked about the importance of sleep and how sleep can really impact um, what you're looking to achieve, how sleep can impact your fitness goals, how sleep can impact um, body fat storage and body fat reduction. Um, And it's proved to be a very popular um, topic. So I want to thank everybody who tuned in last week to listen um, and everybody who shared it with all your friends and the people who were kind enough to leave comments. Um, This week, we're going to tackle another very, very popular subject in the fitness world, uh, a subject that I get asked about all the time, and that is the subject of carbohydrates in a person's diet. It's a really fascinating subject again this week. We've tried to keep it to a really uh, manageable, um, no pun intended, bite size uh, listen this week. So it's nice and short, nice and concise. Um, There are some fascinating uh, facts that come out of this discussion. Like, for example, did you know that unlike um, American men, uh, all carbs are not created equal? Um, There are, uh, as Steve puts it, there is a continuum of carbs, um, ranging from the really bad carbs all the way through to the fantastic carbs. Like, for example, I don't know whether anybody knew this, but green leafy vegetables contain certain amounts of carbohydrates. So a lot of the carbohydrate myths are totally busted in this episode. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy it. If you uh, do enjoy this podcast, if you have enjoyed previous episodes of the podcast, there are a few things that you can do to really help this podcast to succeed and reach as many people as we would really like it to. Um, The first thing you can do is go to your Apple Podcasts app, um, search for the Flat Belly Cure podcast and hit the subscribe button at the top. Um, When you subscribe to the podcast, it means you will automatically download the podcast every single week when the new podcast comes out. That's the first thing. The second thing you can do, um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, is to leave us a nice uh, five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Leave us a nice comment. And of course, more importantly, if you have enjoyed it and find the information useful, please feel free to share the podcast um, with your friends so that as many people as possible can benefit from the information. Um, As always, like I say, I hope you enjoy the podcast. And without further ado, here is the conversation about carbohydrates with myself, and Stephen Gray. So, Steve, a lot of people come to me in the DVCC in St. Albans and they say, I think I'm eating really, really well. I'm not eating any carbs. My diet's great. What do you say to that? First off, I would always ask, what do you mean by carbs? Okay. And people will say, well, pasta, bread, things like that, because that's what I think the general conception of what carbs actually is, mm-hmm. which is not strictly true. Yes, they are, but there is also vegetables actually contain carbohydrate, for example. Okay. Um, so I was always asked, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And then I would say, why? Okay. Uh, why are you not eating carbs? Well, why are you, if they say potato, bread, blah, blah, mm-hmm. those types of things, I would, that, I mean, that's, they process carbs. Yeah, right? sure. I would ask why they are not eating those. Okay. Most people would say 
because well not eating carbs is good right sure and where did that come from that mindset why do you think that is that the Atkins diet yeah or is that- yeah it's just through media most people learn their nutrition information from like the Daily Mail or you know sure. newspapers that have sensational headlines that actually don't tell the truth mm-hmm. uh, and certainly don't make it clear okay so on the nutrition course that we the 12 week nutrition course mm. um, we have a week that is dedicated to carbs and on it's, that week we say it's really important for all of our clients to have some form of carbohydrate in their day to day diet mm-hmm. why is that? so low carbohydrate diets can be effective they are effective but in the long term they're less so okay it's hard to sustain so it's People think that carbs are bad okay. for you, that they stop you losing fat, which is not true. The type of carbohydrate choice is important. The okay. amount is also important. Uh, and they are also important for recovery. So for a lot of people that are stressed because of work, they've got children, they've got loads of stuff going on in their life, um, to then lower carbohydrate and not have any carbs at all, can form stress on the body, therefore actually uh, giving their body adequate, not not loads, but adequate amounts of carbohydrate mm-hmm. is beneficial for recovery, which actually aids in fat loss because, you know, they're recovered. Sure. And you're talking about recovery from the workout. And sleep as well. It's better for sleep. Sure. You, in fact, we mentioned that on the podcast last week that uh, your sleep levels affect your insulin tolerance. Is that right? And that's sensitivity. Sensitivity, sensitivity yes. Tolerance. Okay. Yeah. Similar. And that's to do with how you process carbs. Essentially. Okay. So... I hear this phrase banded around a lot, good carbs, bad carbs. Is that an accurate thing or not? I think we're, we tend to think of things on a continuum. Okay. So uh, everyone's always looking for a yes or no, like a finite something's good or something's bad. But if you are eating, I don't know, uh, donuts sure. as a carbohydrate source, and then you move to having white pasta instead of donuts, mm-hmm. I'd tell you that's really good. You're doing well. Sure. Okay. So, you know, but if you strictly said then, but if I'm moving from, say, sweet potato to white pasta, mm-hmm. you'd say that's not the right way to go. You're going the wrong way. Right. Does that make sense? It does. So what sort of carbs are we looking for as part of our diet? And what, what do these carbs have to contain? What's, what's the good carb source? Well, as many nutrients as possible, essentially. Okay. Um, not processed. Okay. So basically not having the fiber essentially in different nutrients taken out of them. Something like white pasta processed mm-hmm. doesn't have much fiber is not nutrient dense. That's okay. what we're looking for. We are looking for as many nutrients in a small amount of food as possible. So okay. something like, I mean, intrinsically, I think everyone would agree that sweet potato is healthier sure. version of food than uh, white pasta. Okay, fine. Or a loaf of bread. Yeah, fine. Okay, sure. So then people who say white bread, brown bread, mm-hmm. are we taking all bread out? Or are we taking white bread? I mean, we're not taking anything out. No, sure. We remember, we're on the continuum. That's so true. we are looking at where are we at now? Mm-hmm. What are we trying to achieve? Okay, let's talk. We're talking fat loss. Sure. So where are we at? You tell me, where are we at? Sure. So if we're the flat belly cure and we're coming in and we're eating a reasonably balanced diet, but we have things like pasta and bread as part of our day-to-day life, and we're looking for that flat stomach, Mm -hmm. would you say, let's cut the pasta, let's cut the bread, and maybe replace them with... I would say we replace. Okay, cool. So we would replace with... uh, Yeah, you could do this on a scale. So you could do it slower. So you could say, okay, I'm moving from white um, you know, bread to brown bread. Yeah, there'll be a little bit more... 
you know, nutrients in the brown bread potentially. It's a step in the right direction on that. That's exactly right. That's what okay, we're talking cool. about. All right, great. So if we're looking for the, the top of that, if we're looking bad side of the continuum is like, what, crisps, donuts, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Great side of the continuum would be what, quinoa? Yeah, green vegetables. Okay. Uh, those types of things. So that's interesting. Green vegetables are also a source of carbohydrate. Yeah. Okay. So one of these big trends at the moment is things like broccoli rice and cauliflower rice. Yes. Would that count as a carb source? Yeah. It okay. contains carbohydrates. also classes vegetable as well, right? A bit confusing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. And bananas as well. That's one of the sort of carb source, or is that? They not? are a carb source yeah. as well. Fruit, yeah. Different type of carbohydrate. Sure. If you look at it. So one of the things that I think is interesting, and this is something that you've talked about before, but I think it's going to be interesting for all of our listeners, is people find it easy to get a good source of carbs with lunch and with dinner. Predominantly, they'll, they can have brown rice, they can have quinoa. Um, a lot of people mention that they find breakfast difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the suggestions I would make is, for example, oats. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can even put oats with a protein shake. Mm-hmm. But you've mentioned in the past that we look at breakfast in the Western way, and there is actually another way of doing breakfast. Mm-hmm. So what would you suggest to somebody who says they find breakfast difficult? Well, so when we talk of um, carbohydrates and, you know, we don't deny them, you could say you could have them at every meal as long as you're having the right amount. However, as a test, mm-hmm. you won't necessarily need to have them at every meal. Okay. In the uh, you know, For breakfast, for example, a lot of people thrive better with a higher protein, higher healthy fat style breakfast. Like an omelette, um, full stuff with vegetables, which actually is still sure. the carbohydrate source, right? Okay, cool. So if you can get more of your carbohydrates from green leafy vegetables than other forms, sure. That's a, that will, there is an amount that's right for each person. Sure. Right. And potentially for a lot of people, um, dinner could be a good time to have their carbohydrates. If they, if they find actually they don't need them at breakfast, they don't need them at lunch Mm -hmm. or that that could be shift. They could find that actually having some at lunch is more beneficial for them. So it's think there's, there is no, um, exactly right for every single person. There's an amount of carbohydrates. And as you get older, you actually generally will tolerate them less well. Okay. So you won't need as many. Okay, interesting. Um, even the good sources, you're better off. Like if we're thinking green vegetables are a type of carbohydrate, which they are. Sure. You're better off having more of them than you are of the other forms. Okay. So when we're saying green vegetables, are we talking all green vegetables? I think green vegetables. So like, I really like um, since Christmas. Um, what are they? Sprouts. Sprouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Interesting. Been weaning my son. Sprouts loves them. Oh, really? Yeah. So how are you cooking your sprouts? Steamed. Steamed sprouts. Steamed sprouts. Okay, nice. We're talking broccoli? Yeah, broccoli. Cauliflower, I like. Cauliflower, I not sure. green, or what does that green bits? But, sure, um, can do that, yeah. The more fibrous, bulky style of vegetables, kale. That's right. So we're looking for that fibrous um, carbohydrate as mm-hmm. well, which is mm-hmm. why the grains are quite good. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Another thing people ask about is, what, what is a slow-release carbohydrate? Like, fibrous. So what does that actually mean, slow-release? It stabilizes blood sugar a little bit better. Um, more fiber, basically. Okay. So when you're having like a, a slice of white bread, yes. and it makes less blood fiber. sugar... The whiter the food, okay. the less fiber it will okay. tend to have. And what does that essentially mean? If we're breaking that down, the white bread goes into the body and then what happens? Uh, it gets the sugar... It's more... I'm trying to put it basic level. Sugary. Yeah, okay. Therefore... Um, you either use it quickly or you're, you're storing that as body fat. Okay, and that storage, as you just said, is body yeah. fat. So if you're not using it because it's higher in sugar content, it's not something going into your blood. Yeah. And then you have that crash afterwards. Yeah, so not only do you crash, but you're storing it mm-hmm. as that body fat. Whereas these slow release carbohydrates, the more fibrous carbohydrates, slowly slow release, release into, into your blood sugar. Okay. Into your blood sugar. That's interesting. Um, so 
For breakfast, you suggest things like omelettes, yeah. for dinners. What other carbohydrates are you having in your diet, for example? Um, quinoa, like you said, sweet potato, um, buckwheat. Sure. Um, I think rather more. Squashes, things like butternut squash. Would that yeah, count? like it's a test. These tests. So part of the 12 week, we, we test these different things. Sure. Because um, people will respond in different ways to different foods. Okay. How does it make you feel? Sure. And so if we look at it on that continuum, which is quite important for people, they're looking at it as a process. So if you're at the potentially the wrong end of the, the continuum, mm-hmm. so you're having a lot of uh, quick release carbohydrates, we're not suggesting that you immediately jump to the other side. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, for most people, it's better off to, because everyone thinking in finite in finite terms, it's a big shock to go from a loaf of white bread to uh, broccoli instead. Sure. So what would your top tip be to introduce decent carbohydrates into your regular diet? How would you go about doing it? I'd think about the amount. So a good representation is a, cl- not close, how would you describe it? Cupped that? hand? Cupped hand. There you okay, go. Good. fine. Cool. Cupped hand, the the palm part sure. is the roughly amount cooked cool. of um, of carbohydrate, so which is actually not much, right? No, a cup tan, fine. And would that be with every meal you're looking for, or would you be looking for Potentially, that? Potentially, but if if fat loss were to stop at that every meal level, then you would just say, okay, maybe dinner. Sure, okay. Um, and would you say that it's important for people to eat a decent source of carbohydrate pre-workout or post-workout, or potentially both? Uh, theoretically, you want a very stable blood sugar when working out. So okay. most people, if they're thinking carbohydrates, tend to be thinking more sugary sorts. So before workout would not be the best time. After workout will help replenish blood sugar, does help recovery. But theoretically, then there's the other further wisdom where it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, for a lot of people, it's a detail that's unimportant. Okay, cool. It's just the amount they have in the day. Fine, fair enough. So we're just going to make this nice and short today, just talking about carbohydrates. What would be your final thoughts regarding carbohydrate? Um, just test how they work with you. Okay. Um, if you're it's if you're looking at green vegetables of, as a form of carbohydrate, very few people have put on body fat from eating too much broccoli and sure. kale and things like that. So you can load up on those green veggies. For sure. Sure. Fill yourself up. And I guess the most important thing is not to fear carbohydrates. Correct. Sure. Okay. Fear eating too many of them. Not to fear too, eating too many. Okay. Essentially. If, but that's true of all foods. Sure. Maybe fear the donuts. Fear the donuts, perhaps. <laughs> but it's true of all foods. You yeah, can overeat sure. anything. So if you're not controlled in the amount you're having, sure. then yes. Okay. Certain foods are easier to eat less of. Like, so for example, protein. Sure. It will fill you up more. Yeah, um, fine. Donuts. You'll want more donuts after sure. you've eaten some. And that's because that's that quick release thing. Correct. Okay, fantastic. Cool. I don't have anything else to say on carbohydrates. They're good. Check them out. Thanks. Find some quinoa. Perfect. Thanks, Steve. So there we are. Another uh, interesting podcast. Hopefully you found that uh, useful um, and can apply some of that uh, knowledge and some of the ideas about carbohydrates there to your diet. It's great to know that Green leafy vegetables are a source of carbohydrate. It's great to know things like bananas are a source of carbohydrate. Of course, oats, quinoa, brown rice, sweet potatoes. Um, And there are so many different ways of cooking these um, forms of carbohydrate. So it's great to try and add those into your diet if you can. As always, if you found the information on this podcast useful, there are a few things I want to mention to you um, that might help you put them into practice. The first is at the DVCC, we have a 12-week nutrition and accountability program, uh, the 12-week nutrition and accountability intensive that you may have heard us refer to on this podcast. If that is of interest to you, um, I would suggest that you go to 
our website, which is www.thedvcc.com forward slash nutrition dash accountability. Uh, this program is really fantastic for anybody who's struggled with nutrition in the past, for anybody who's tried diets in the past and has found that inevitably these diets are not sustainable. We don't do diets. We don't do diet plans. What we do is we build health habits with our clients so that eating well and achieving any of your fitness goals is just something you do without it being a negative on your social life or your family. Um, if you are looking uh, to give yourself a real kickstart for your fitness and you're looking to make some changes, perhaps put on a little bit of muscle tone or drop some body fat and you want some help with your training, there are a couple of things that I think would be perfect for you. The first is our unique 30-day body transformation trial. Um, this is perfect for anybody who wants a kickstart for the training, is looking to do something a little bit different, um, is looking to work out in a friendly, safe environment um, with a little bit of extra coaching than they might get in a regular gym. Um, for more information on the 30-day body transformation, simply go to www.thedvcc.com forward slash trials. And on the same page, you can find fantastic information about another program that I think might be suitable for you if you are aged 50 plus, And that is our Fit for 50 trial. Now, the Fit for 50 trial is perfect for, as I say, anybody over the age of 50 who is looking to work on their fitness, to lose some body fat, to work on their conditioning, or perhaps to put on a bit of muscle tone, and who wants to do so in, again, a safe, unintimidating environment specifically in small group training. Now, we do a style of training called semi-private training, which is maximum four people in a group, averages about two people a session, and the Fit for 50 trial includes lots of that semi-private training. It's a perfect fit for somebody who doesn't like those big box gym environments, is looking for that personal training aspect, and wants a real kickstart to their fitness. Again, if you're looking for information on the Fit for 50 program, simply go to www.thedvcc.com forward slash trials. Um, once again, really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the listen. I hope you will listen again next week. And wherever you are and whatever you're working on, I hope you have a great week of fitness and we hope to see you at the DVCC very soon. <laughs>